0: In Ashwini, Ketu is fighting the battle. In Magha, Ketu has finally attained the seat of power. Magha is addressed by the ancient seers as the royal seat of power because Magha is where the Buddha sits and directs his disciples. Real power is is not controlling others but controlling yourself mastering others is strength mastering yourself is true power magha is the supreme seat of power where the enlightened beings dwell where buddha mahavira jesus prophet these enlightened masters Dwell Because real power is when you conquer yourself Then you don't have to fight thousand battles every day You have become the real master One who has controlled and overcome his mind It is better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles Then the victory is yours It cannot be taken from you, not by angels or by demons, heaven or hell, says the Buddha. Real power is when you are out of mind, that is Ketu. Real power is when you are out of mind, that is the state of a Ketuish person. Miracles are performed here in the space of Magha because miracles are beyond mind, while magic is born out of the mind. Magic is a man-made; miracle is God-made. Miracle is godly. Only a Buddha can perform miracle. Only Jesus, Mahavira. Only the enlightened beings can perform miracles because they are no more caught up in the mind. They have gone beyond the mind. You cannot make them happy and you cannot make them unhappy. Happy and unhappy are the states of the mind and the master dwells beyond mind. He is the real king. He has found the real gold. That's Magha. That's the place of Ketu. Magha is worshipped by many seers because Magha is the seat of power. Real power. Power which is not limited to the throne of the king but power which can give birth to many kings and many queens. Once it happened, Akkalkot Swami Samartha was seated beneath a tree and the king with his whole fleet of soldiers and ministers was coming towards Swami. Even while coming to meet the master, the king wanted to show off his strength and his majesty. The king must be a Magha-Rahu man because Rahu in Magha likes to show off a lot. When the king stepped down from his chariot and bowed before Swami, Swami got up and gave a tight slap on the king's face. The king was taken aback. Real saints are not cats, but lions. Swami raised his hand, looked at the king and said, I create kings like you every day across this world. Next time you come, don't come with all this show off, else I will never meet you. The king started crying like a child. He touched the feet of the master and said, I am sorry, and I am so grateful to you for opening my eyes, bringing awareness to my being. Next time I will never come with all these soldiers and ministers. I will come alone to seek your darshan. Please pardon me. Swami started laughing. This is how real saints are. This is how the real master is. Their anger is also like a small child's anger. For a moment they are angry and the next moment... The anger is gone. Looking into the eyes of the king, Swami said, Last birth, you were a dhobi. A dhobi is a cloth washer. And so Swami said, Last birth, you were a dhobi and you used to clean my clothes. Then one day, you saw a huge proceeding of a king. And an intense desire of becoming the king was born in your mind. I realized your desire and because of your selfless service towards me, I granted your wish and blessed you. My blessing has manifested. You have become the king. The king's eyes became wet. Tears started flowing through his eyes. Swami touched the King's forehead, just a soft touch and the King went back to his past life. And he could now remember his past birth. He could remember that his past birth name was Bhola. He was a dhobi, a cloth washer. Before parting his ways he had cried a lot, he had said, Although I will become the king next birth, but then I will miss you. When will I meet you again? And Swami had said, When you will become the king, then one day you will come in search of me. And you will find me. Now don't think much, you have a long way to go. The king, having realized his past life connection with the master, could not control himself. He said, You please come with me to my palace. I will take care of you. I will not let you have any trouble. I will personally attend you, just the way I was attending you in my last birth. I will wash your clothes, but O oh master, Please come with me." Swami said, Once hearts are connected, then there is no need to go anywhere. I cannot stay in a palace, four walls cannot contain me. And you cannot stay in the forest because you have to take care of your people. Remember, you are now a king, and with power comes great responsibility. So go back to your palace and always remember I am with you. The king returned back to his royal palace but with a very heavy heart. The real power is the power that can create many such kings and queens and Maha reflects such power which is beyond the human imagination. However, when Rahu comes in Magha, it makes the native obsessed with attaining the seat of power. Rahu in Magha is a fortunate placement for power seekers. These natives take keen interest in politics because that is where power is found. Rahu in Magha makes the person a Rajabhogi, meaning person seeking royal pleasures. This placement gives birth to a person who wants to enjoy the luxuries of life. Such a person is also a spendthrift. Rahu in Magha is a perfect placement that brings much trouble to the father of the native or fatherly figures or at times the father is absent because of early death. Rahu in Magha is a perfect dramatic character. They do exceptionally well in the field of drama and acting. Legendary actor Amitabh Bachchan has Rahu in Magha. Interestingly, he played the lead role in the movie Sarkar Raj, whose slogan was, Power cannot be given, it has to be taken. What a coincidence. Rahu in Magha native Mr. Amitabh Bachchan and the role he played was of a power seeker. One of the finest Hollywood star, George Clooney, also has a Rahu in Magha Nakshatra. Rahu in Magha natives are impressionist when it comes to performing on the stage or before the camera. They want to make most of it in the shortest time possible. They are born individuals, individualism means a lot to them and so they focus on on their performance and don't worry much about the crowd, the people. Always remember, a man who wants to lead the orchestra must turn his back on the crowd. A girlfriend having Rahu in Magha is very demanding by nature and so is the boyfriend having Rahu in Magha. These natives are obsessed of showing off, of much pomp, and shining, and becoming a center of attention. They crave for an applause, they want more and more admiration, and often they become a victim of flattery. On the other hand, they themselves also know how to flatter others, and one who knows how to flatter others also knows how to slander others. He who knows how to flatter also knows how to slander. Magha Rahu is too obsessed with romance, love relationship and wants a certain thrill, a certain adventure in life. These natives are the perfect masala movie lovers. These natives always are looking for a variety. Because variety is the spice of life and the native having Rahu in Magha always wants some masala, some spice in their life too. Variety is indeed the spice of life. We all want surprises. This Rahu brings intense desire of learning. If other placements are positive to this Rahu Then a good student is born out of this placement, but not a disciple. A student is someone who is just curious. He is in a rush. He is not willing to be patient. He is in a rush because he wants to gather all the knowledge as much as he can so that he can make use of it in the market and earn money. There is nothing wrong to be a good student, it is just that the stage of student exists at the very base level. A disciple is an altogether different phenomenon. A disciple can wait, he can wait for eternity because he is not in rush. He has surrendered himself at the feet of the master. Remember, a student never surrenders. He remains just on the circumference, but a disciple has surrendered. He is no more separate from the Guru. He has merged at the feet of the Guru. Oneness A disciple is not interested in gathering knowledge from the outside world, but from within. And that makes a disciple far superior a mere student a disciple is a rare phenomena it is very easy to be a student because the student is searching knowledge the student can only meet the teacher he can never meet the master the reality of the master will remain hidden to the student the student functions from the head he functions logically Rationally, he gathers knowledge, he becomes more and more knowledgeable. Finally, one day he will become a teacher, but all that he knows is borrowed. Nothing is really of his own. A student can become a teacher, but not a master. Rahu in Magha is searching for knowledge. He or she just goes on accumulating knowledge. They can become a good student, but not a disciple. A disciple is always patient. He can wait and wait and wait. Because he has tremendous faith in the master. A student is always impatient. A student is always demanding. A student is a commercial product who just pays to learn and the teacher is one who charge money to pass on knowledge it is a very commercialized arrangement and you cannot expect sharing of the beyond in a commercialized environment and so the student may learn and become a teacher someday but not a master because to become the master you first have to become a disciple. To experience God, you first have to become Arjuna. You first have to become Ananda. You first have to become John. These were the greatest disciples. The love between the master and the disciple is beyond the power of expression. The relationship between a student and a teacher is that of the head and a relationship between a disciple and a master is that of the heart it is a love relationship mad in the eyes of the world utterly mad in fact no love is as total as the love that happens between the master and the disciple Rahu in Magha spoils all the possibilities Of becoming a disciple though the person becomes a good student at the most he earns a few degrees from Oxford or Harvard and earns a good amount of money and status but that's all nothing beyond the material world comes his or her way because they are too much caught up in their head the focus is on learning from a teacher Because to learn from the master, you need to surrender yourself at the feet of the master. You need to have patience, and to have patience, you need to have unwavering faith which is absent in a Rahu Magha native. Rahu in Magha is a state of a corrupted conscious. And a corrupted conscious cannot become a disciple. Cannot melt into the master, cannot evaporate, cannot merge, cannot surrender. A real disciple starts melting into the master. The disciple destroys all distance between himself and the master. The disciple yields. The disciple surrenders. The disciple effaces himself. He becomes a non-entity. He becomes a nothingness. And in that nothingness, which is the state of Ketu, his heart opens. In that absence, his ego has disappeared and the master can penetrate into his being. Reminds me of a story. Story of Rahim rahim was one of the greatest sufi saint and one day his disciple asked what happened when you met your master rahim had become very old looking at his disciple rahim's eyes became wet the fond memories of his master brought tears in his eyes he said when i met my master The master never looked at me for three years. I was sitting from morning till evening. So many people were coming and going. And he was talking to people and he did not look at me as if I did not exist for him yet. But I was persistent because I had felt the presence of the master and I had tasted the sweetness of his surroundings. I remained. In fact, the more he ignored me, the more I became certain that there is some secret in his ignoring me. Then after three years, one afternoon, when I was sweeping the floors, the master looked at me. That was the first time when he looked at me. That was a recognition that I am not a student but a disciple. A student would have got lost in three years. No student can stay that long waiting just for a look. Then another three years passed and he never looked at me again. Then, then what happened? asked Rahim's disciple. Rahim said, after three years, the master looked again and smiled too. And his smile went almost like a sharp sword into my heart. I wanted to ask why you smiled. But the master didn't give me a chance to ask. He started talking with other disciples. Then when was it that the master looked at you again? asked Rahim's disciple. Rahim said, three more years passed, then one day he called me, kissed on my forehead and said, My son, now you are ready. Now you can go and spread the message. Nine years. After nine years, I had heard him talk and my heart was moved. I started crying. The master gave me a hug and said, You are ready. Why you cry? I am with you. That was all. The master said, You are ready. And now you can leave and spread the message. No message was shared in words, just a touch. Just the omnipresence of the master and his order. And I was set on my greatest journey of life, the spiritual journey. For nine years, Rahim had been there. The only message was that once he was looked at, once he was smiled at, and once he had been kissed on his forehead. But if the master is saying you are ready, it must be so. Touching the feet of the master in gratitude, Rahim left. No student can wait for nine years just for a look just for a smile just for a kiss from the master a student is always in rush rahu in magha can give birth to a good student but not to a disciple to become a disciple you need more than what a student has you need patience you need faith you need the willingness To live your life by surrendering yourself in a totality at the feet of the compassionate divine master. Ekalavya learned the art of archery just the way Arjun learned from his teacher Dronacharya. Ekalavya remained a student. Dronacharya may not have taught him but Ekalavya made a statue of Dronacharya. And learned. He was a self learner, a good student. Arjun was also a good student of Dronacharya. Then, what made Arjun superior to Ekalavya? When Ekalavya also was an expert as Arjun. While Arjun was a student of Dronacharya, later Arjun became a disciple of Krishna there cannot be any good example than this and only a wise person can relate only a man of understanding can realize the difference between a student and a disciple a kalavia never was able to find his master because he could not go beyond the level of a student he remained a student He never was able to become a disciple whereas Arjuna became one of the greatest disciple of Lord Krishna that the world had ever known. A disciple is the rarest flowering of human consciousness because beyond the disciple there is only one peak more, the master and one who has been totally a disciple one day becomes a master Disciplehood is a process of becoming a master but one should not start with the idea of becoming a master otherwise one is going to miss because then it is again an ego trip one should come simply to evaporate Rahu in Magha basically is a typical placement that does well on the material world platform. Student is also a version of material world, while disciple is the higher version, a version that is made available only in the spiritual world. To become a disciple you need a certain depth of spirituality within you, which Rahu in Magha lacks And so they do well as a bright student who goes to a good university, earns a degree, earns money and fame. Their whole energy is in becoming the center of attention. The knowledge that they seek is also to gain more attention. They want to scream to the whole world that I am somebody. Rahu in Magha can become a good showmaker, they can do well in drama, politics and also bestows the qualities of becoming a good entrepreneur. These natives are highly obsessed with their children, they are also demanding towards their children. These folks are the ones who demand, who say you should come first this time in your class. You should win this race. You should make us feel proud. A long demand list is always lurking in the mind of these people. Many times their children are fed up of this demanding nature and so they often face a breakup from their children. They blame their children but in reality it is their demanding nature and high expectation that break them apart from their children. These natives become parents who are obsessed with their child. And this obsession comes from Rahu because Rahu is obsession. Rahu makes you one dimensional when life has to be multidimensional. Parents are telling their children we love you and they are the people who destroy their children. They are the people who give their children all kinds of prejudices, all kind of dead superstitions. They are the people who burden their children with the whole load of rubbish that generations have been carrying. And each generation goes on transferring it to another generation. The madness goes on becoming mountainous. Yet, all parents think They love their children, if they really loved their children, they would not like their children to be their images, because they are just miserable and nothing else. Life has not been a blessing to them but a curse, and still they want their children to be just like themselves. What an irony. Even before the child knows what a doctor means and what engineer means, the parents who say, we love our child, goes on brainwashing their child, dumping their failed dreams of becoming a doctor or an engineer on their child. They go on feeding the child's brain, you should become a doctor, you should become an engineer, and then they smile and say, we love our children. If you love your children, then you will never cast your dreams, you will never enforce your dreams on your child. You will give him or her full freedom to become whatsoever they wish to. Because that is true love. Love is not demanding. Love is giving freedom to the person you love. Love can never possess. Love can never demand. Love is giving freedom to the other. Love is an unconditional gift. It is not a bargain. The very first lesson for natives having Rahu in Magha is Love the person but give total freedom to the person you love. If you love your wife or girlfriend, give her the freedom to breathe and let her make her own decisions. If you love your daughter or son, Give them the freedom to make their choice of career. Don't force your desires and dreams on your children. They are not products that should carry the labels that you want. They are living beings. They are individuals. Let them have their life. Let them have their freedom. When you give freedom to somebody, you have given the greatest gift. And love comes rushing towards you. Rahu in Magha natives are good parents, but they miss to experience love from their children because they become too demanding and too possessive. And at times, the child dies early in life, leaving the Rahu Magha native in a deep shock. Joe Biden, the current president of United States, having Rahu in Magha, lost his first wife and two children. His daughter died in a car accident and his son, from second marriage, died of brain cancer. Rahu in Magha attracts many tragedies in life and many of them come suddenly pushing the native in a deep shock. Interestingly, Joe Biden and Barack Obama both have Rahu in Magha Nakshatra and both attained the seat of power Magha when Obama became the first black president of the US and Biden became the vice president. While Biden had to face tragedies in his mid-thirties, Obama had to go through many difficulties and tragedies during his childhood days since he was raised by a single mom and later by his maternal grandparents. These natives find good shock absorbers because Rahu in Magha brings many shocking moments in their life. The best shock absorber is laughter. And so the native having Rahu in Magha should learn to laugh, should take it easy. When Obama became the president in 2008, the US was in deep economic recession. War and poor economy had led to a gloomy environment across America. And that is when he truly became a great shock absorber for his country. He tried to bring the aloha spirit among his people, his countrymen. Generally, natives having Rahu in Magha avoid being too serious because seriousness is illness. Seriousness stops you from being yourself. You miss humor. You miss life. Seriousness is illness. Seriousness has nothing spiritual about it. Spirituality is a laughter Spirituality is joy Spirituality is fun Rahu in Magha is a unique combo that gives a feeling to the native as if his life is like a roller coaster Life is like a roller coaster it has its ups and downs but it's your choice to scream or enjoy the ride. These natives go through many sudden high and sudden low phases of life. However, if the natives' birth chart has overall positive placement of planets, then even though while going through the low phases of life, they never lose their enthusiasm. Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Investments in stock markets is a favorite subject for Rahu in Magha Natives. Many also become good investment bankers with this placement. They like to risk. It is said that you should take risks. Because if you win, you will be happy. If you lose, you will be wise. Rahu in the Magha Nakshatra of a great gambler, which is Ketu, makes the person a high risk taker in the matters of stock market and investments. This placement brings great potential to earn a lot of money through stock market or through gambling. Many big time investors have Rahu in Magha Nakshatra. Because to become a good successful investor you need to take high risks. Successful people take big risks knowing that they might fall hard, but they might succeed more than they ever dreamed. One good thing about Rahu in Magha is that they like everything to be grand, spacious kingly in display. Generally, you will not find stingy people having a Rahu in Magha. They spend well. They also spend well for lavish parties and for friends and family. Their motto is simple. Live big, live king size. Better to live one year as a lion than a hundred year as a ship. Rahu Magha native just loves to buy big brands. They are the ones who buy a thing by first looking what brand it belongs to. Rahu Magha natives are large hearted men who may do a favor but will not ask or expect anything in return. The Leo, the lion nature is of giving and just giving like a godfather reminds me of the famous dialogue from the movie the godfather someday and that day may never come i'll call upon you to do a service for me but until that day accept this justice as a gift Leo's zodiac natives are good friends And when it comes to Rahu in Magha, then the native becomes too attached with friends. To him, friendship is more than family. Rahu in the royal nakshatra of Magha naturally brings a craving for royal life. Natives are naturally attracted towards royal families or towards men and women who hold top post in the administration. Magha-Rahu native take great pleasure in establishing connections with the top government circles because that gives a boost to their status, their prestige. Prestige Prestige is like oxygen for these men and women. They may be unhappy in their marriage, but they will never knock on the door of the court because divorce means threat to their prestige. And so they generally remain unhappy in their marriage, but they never dare to file a divorce because what people will say? In exceptional situations, they will take a divorce only when they are pressurized by their family. Otherwise, they generally want to keep their image as crystal clear as possible. These natives generally don't wait for others' approval of their talent. They go out in the market, roar like a lion and build their own brand. Instead of begging to be picked by others, you have the choice to pick yourself and build your brand. That is what Rahu in Magha natives like. Instead of begging for a seat These natives build their own table. For Rahu in Magha natives, driving on the road to greatness is possible when they bring humility, service and character to their being. And self-realize the fact that greatness is not found in position or prestige or power. Greatness is not found in possessions, power, position, or prestige. It is discovered in goodness, humility, service, and character. In this universe, three prominent energies dwell. The Sanskrit scriptures address them as Sattvic, meaning pious by nature, Tamasik energy, meaning devilish by nature, and Rajasik, meaning pleasure seeking by nature. Rahu in Magha is a Tamasik by nature, and so the craving for power, for knowledge, for position is too much than otherwise. The sabal desire, Rahu, is to gain the seat of power by hook or crook. Joe Biden finally attained the seat of power and became the 46th president of United States. Though many doubts and questions were raised by his opponent Donald Trump concerning the authenticity of the US presidential elections. Maharahu natives seek knowledge but this seeking is to gain more prestige and more power in the society. The focus is on the outside and not much on the self growth. The whole focus is on the outside pomp. The more the pomp, the better. Truth is hard, but truth can also liberate you, transform you into a much evolved being, only if you are able to accept the truth. Rahu in Magha is a determined individual who is power-hungry and also hungry for attention. It is said that whatsoever you wish, whatsoever you desire, someday during a certain birth cycle, your desire manifests. And it is a pure science. It is the law of vibration. The law of vibration says That you must be a vibrational match To whatever it is that you want to manifest This is done by simply feeling good about having it If you want to experience God If you want to see Krishna Then you first have to become Arjuna Only then the vibrational match is possible To see Krishna you should have the eyes of Arjuna Only when there is a match, the desire, the wish manifests. It all begins from that one person and it is you. That is why it is said that the master appears before you only when you are ready. This readiness is based on how much you have succeeded through your self-efforts in expanding your consciousness the term discipleship defines the effort to live a life of service with its inevitable expansions of consciousness when a soul holds an intense desire for power then in some birth cycle his desire is manifested because he has shaped himself According to what he desires for If your desire is strong enough It doesn't matter what your beliefs are If you have a desire that is strong enough That desire will be the dominant vibration And it will override any other vibration that you have Desire is what drives you all You cannot drop the desire but you can always raise the quality of your desire by purifying your desires. Desire has not to be destroyed, it has to be purified. Desire has not to be dropped, it has to be transformed. Your very being is a desire, to be against it is to be against yourself. And against all. The very first step towards raising the quality of your life is focusing on purifying your desire. Purifying the desire simply means that you want to hurt someone but now you have decided not to hurt that person. Purifying your desire means you had the desire of having sex but now you have consciously dropped the idea of having sex you have self-realized that enough is enough when the desires start transforming when the desires start purifying then Rahu signify positive results in your birth chart because desire is Rahu If you all are having trouble from Rahu in your chart then you all should focus on raising the quality of your desire that in itself will change the quality of Rahu in your birth chart Rahu in Magha native is very ambitious by nature and when ambition takes over joy is not found when ambition is curbed you can find joy in life the road to spirituality and the key to spiritual growth begins only when you drop ambition when you stop being somebody and you start becoming a nobody when you love you have to become nobody if you remain somebody then love never happens The very source of ambition is Rahu, because the other name of Rahu is fear. All ambition is out of fear, all ambition is out of an inferiority complex, because you are afraid to be yourself. Rahu in Magha may satisfy the demands and desires of attaining the seat of power but in return the native also has to pay a heavy price the native may fulfill his desires but he or she has to pay a heavy cost in return rahu will never give you anything for free if rahu gives you money he takes away your peace in return If Rahu gives abundance of sexual pleasures, then he takes away your awareness in return. If Rahu gives you immense power, then he takes away your love life in return. In fact, a man who loves power will never fall in love or he will always keep himself away from love. Always remember. The men who love power never fall in love. Even if they fall in love, they keep themselves at a distance. Rahu in Magha natives are power addict people. And when a man is behind power, he fails miserably in personal relationships. His family life is in chaos or he simply has no family life. Remember, there are power addicts who spend their whole life trying to become more and more powerful. How to reach New Delhi or Washington? How to capture the capital? Their whole life seems to be just an effort to reach the capital. For what? Why do people enjoy power so much? Why this madness, this political madness? The reason is that they don't have any power over themselves. They need a substitute. They can feel happy if they have power over others. To a power hungry person, letting go is not possible. Rahu in a Magha native find it difficult in letting go. They will never forgive because they can never let go there is a difference between goodbye and letting go goodbye is I'll see you again when I'm ready to hold your hand and when you are ready to hold mine and letting go is I'll miss you I'll miss your hand I realized it's not my to hold and i will never hold it again ketu is a let go ketuish man can easily let go and because he can let go he can forgive ketuish man is detached from everything and yet connected to everything paramahansa yogananda the divine master and author of the legendary book Autobiography of a Yogi was born on a rising Magha Nakshatra, Ascendant Leo. It is said that at the time of death, Steve Jobs had only one book on his iPad and it was Autobiography of a Yogi. Magha Nakshatra is a perfect Nakshatra when it comes to letting go because it is ruled by Ketu. In fact, Magha has all the essence of a monk, a sannyasi, a man who is on the greatest journey of his life, the spiritual journey. When Rahu arrives in Magha, the letting go nature of this beautiful nakshatra is reversed and native is unable to let go. And when you are unable to let go, you cannot forgive. And when you cannot forgive, you are bound to experience more miseries and more sleepless nights. A good night's sleep comes only when you go with the flow, when you accept, when you let go. Buddha says in the end only three things matter. How much you loved, how gently you lived, and how gracefully You let go of things not meant for you. Much of the miseries come your way because you are not willing to let go. And the primary reason is your mind. Rahu is the north node of the moon which signify the mind. And Rahu loves to cling. And a man who goes on clinging is bound to lose the person or thing he clings to. You can only lose what you cling to, says the Buddha. Rahu in Magha native just clings to power. And so they always are under the fear of losing the seat of power, which is Magha. And usually they lose the seat of power, because you only lose what you cling to. When it comes to power, it reminds me of Alexander the Great. Because he had been winning many continents, he was an emperor, Emperor Alexander the Great. He was the epitome of power, he was the epitome of ambition, of strength. Although Alexander was another name to power, it is said that when Alexander came to India, he collected many precious treasures, abundance of gold and diamonds. And when he was about to leave India, he came across a naked fakir. Alexander asked the fakir, do you see my treasures? Have you ever seen anybody with so many treasures? The fakir said, All your treasures are nothing, but I can give you one thing that will really make you rich. Alexander could not imagine what this naked fakir could give him. In his begging bowl, the fakir had a small mirror. He gave the mirror to Alexander. Alexander said, This mirror will make me the richest man in the world. You must be mad. The fakir said, First look in the mirror. And Alexander looked into the mirror. It did not show his face, it showed his inner being. It showed his interiority. It showed his subjectivity, his being was reflected in that mirror. He touched the feet of the fakir and said, You are right, all my treasures are nothing before this mirror. It is said that he kept this mirror continuously with him. That mirror represents meditation. The fakir must have given him some meditation because only meditation can make you aware of who you are. Power cannot help you to realize who you are. Greed for power drags you away from yourself. You go on killing thousands of people just to gain more power, more territories but within You remain a restless, miserable man. Power is not bad only if it is in the hands of an awakened being, a Buddha, a Christ, a Krishna, a Mahavira. Power becomes bad when it is in the hands of an ignorant, corrupted being. Rahu in Magha does well When the individual or the native has brought much awareness to his being, then through the seat of power, that is Magha, he can help the common man, the nation, and its people. It is a myth that power corrupts you. Power cannot corrupt you unless you are already a corrupt being. Power simply brings your corruption into action people are full of violence greed anger passion but has no power so they remain a saint to be violent you need to be powerful to fulfill your greed you need to be powerful to satisfy your passions you need to be powerful so when power happens into your hands all your sleeping dogs start barking Power becomes a nourishment to you, an opportunity. It is not that power corrupts, you are corrupted. Power only brings your corruption into the open. You wanted to kill somebody, but you had not the power to kill. But if you have the power, you will kill. Always remember, it is not power that corrupts you. Corruption you carry within yourself. Power simply gives you the opportunity to do whatever you want to do. Power in the hands of an awakened being will not cause harm, but only help to those who are in need. Power in the hands of a man like Gautam Buddha will not corrupt. On the contrary, it will help humanity To raise its consciousness. Power in the hands of Ganges Khan destroys people, burns people alive. Whole villages are burned. People are not allowed to get out. It is not power. This man, Ganges Khan, must have been carrying all these desires in him. Whatever is hidden in your seeds, Whatever is your potentiality, power gives you a chance because most human beings are living so unconsciously that when they come to power, all their unconscious instincts have a chance to be fulfilled. Then they don't care whether it kills people or whether it poisons people. Power is misused because you have desires which are ugly. The real character of a man comes out only when he is given power, absolute power. Abraham Lincoln, one of the president of United States, quotes, If you want to test a man's character, give him power. Rahu in Magha is not a bad placement because it brings power. It is a great placement for someone who aspires to shine in politics, in drama, in acting, in modeling. Power is not bad. That is what the society has been labeling. Always that power is bad. Power corrupts you. No, power is not bad. If you are not bad, if you are living with awareness, then power in your hand is not bad for thousands of years we have condemned power without thinking that power has not to be condemned people have to be cleaned of all the ugly instincts that are hiding within them because everybody is going to have some kind of power or other rahu in magha natives are power seekers The intense, subtle desire is to attain the seat of power, which is good as far as you clean all the ugly instincts that are hidden within you. And to cleanse yourself the only way is by meditating every day. Meditation is a process of getting rid of the whole past of getting rid of all diseases of getting rid of all the pus that has gathered in you it is a painful but it is cleansing and there is no other way to cleanse you than meditation just the way the physical body needs a good bath every day similarly your inner being also need a good bath every day and it comes in the form of meditation. One of the known Hollywood star, Huge Jackman says, Now I meditate twice a day for half an hour. In meditation I can let go of everything. I am not a huge jackman. I am not a dad. I am not a husband. I am just dipping into that powerful source that creates everything I take a little bath in it when awareness comes to your being when awareness consciousness expands then all the Rahuish worldly affairs can be very effectively managed for the well-being of others this is how you can change the quality of your life This is how all those having Rahu in Magha can bring a pleasant change in this human world by cleansing themselves and expanding your consciousness which is possible only when your meditation is not limited to a few minutes but becomes a way of life meditation is a kind of medicine its use is only for the time being once you have learned the quality then you need not do any particular meditation then the meditation has to spread all over your life every day millions of buds blossom into a beautiful flower you also can blossom you also can dance You also can sing a song only when you live by surrendering yourself to God. Only when you start meditating on God's holy name. Chant the name of the Lord every day with unconditional love, with no expectations. And then the miracles will start happening. Miracles happen every day. We miss to see these miracles because we are still blind and the Fakir has given us a mirror. The Fakir must be a really mad person because he is giving mirror to blind people like us. But the mirror he gives is the most wonderful gift of the beyond. The mirror is meditation. Through meditation you can see It is only through meditation that you will gain a new perspective towards life, a fresh perspective, a new vision. Meditate with love because it is only through love, unconditional love that you can experience the beyond, the godly, the divine. And that's what Magha is all about. The divine seat of power where the enlightened beings sit and direct this human world. I humbly prostrate before the divine seat of power, Magha, the majestic star where the angels dwell. Angels represent the totality of life, innocence of life and celebration of life. Magha is the home to angels and Rahu in Magha natives perfectly understand the fact that life is not logic, that life is not a philosophy. Life is a celebration. The real meaning of creativity is loving whatsoever you do, celebrating it as a gift of God. Rahu in Magha brings creativity because they love whatsoever they do. They dance, they sing. They are perfectly aware that the true religion is in celebrating life. They don't analyze, they celebrate life. When you celebrate, the whole existence participates with you. To be able to celebrate life, Is religion. In that very celebration, you come close to God. If one is able to celebrate, God is not far away. If one is not able to celebrate life, then God does not exist for him. God appears only in deep celebration. When you are so full of joy that all misery has left you, all darkness. Has left you God comes only to an open mind and not closed mind you have to open up to the existence you have to share your thoughts you have to express yourself without thinking who will say what Rahu in Leo's Magha gives that open window to express to sing to share to dance dance but when you dance become the dance don't let the dancer that is the ego control you when you sing become the song when you love become the love the divine master says I love because my love is not dependent on the object of love My love is dependent on my state of being. So whether the other person changes, becomes different, friend turns into a foe, does not matter. Because my love was never dependent on the other person. My love is in my state of being. I simply love. The solution to all the miseries of human life is found only in one word love love can heal love can forgive and love can lead you to the state of liberation moksha that is the stage of buddha that is the stage of Ketu. leo is indeed the sign of individuality And only an individual can truly love. Only an individual can understand the essence of true love. Because he is not bothered about the society. He is not chasing respectability. He is happy to be. He is not interested in becoming. The best gift you can give yourself is the gift of being yourself be who you are and share what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind freedom is the fuel freedom is the foundation of a blissful life but this freedom should come from within inner freedom inner freedom is possible it happens As you go deeper and deeper into awareness, watch your body, watch your thought processes. Buddha says, watch, witness the whole process of your thoughts. Slowly, slowly you will be aware that you are not any thought, you are not a mind at all. You are a pure witness. The experience of pure witnessing is the experience of total freedom. But it is an inward phenomenon. And a man who is inwardly totally free has no hankering to be outwardly free. He is capable of accepting nature as it is. Such a man lives with acceptance. To such a man Buddha calls tathagat one who has experienced total freedom within one who is the real lion the real guru the real master who reigns over the space to which the world calls magha the seat of power real power whose roots are found in the seed of love love To all my listeners and remember to meditate every day and when you meditate, always remember you are not alone. God is with you. Meditate.